Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the campfire. The only place where friends and strangers alike sit down and tell tales in truth or fiction. In exchange of my blessing of their safe travels. Allow me to relight the fire while you relax and listen. Make your mind wander about the reality we live in. The story I'm about to tell you is from a traveler named. Oh, look, a spooky story. He called this one Psychosis. Please allow me to tell you his tale. For the last time, there are no monsters in your closet, Jillian. I stated, mildly annoyed. B, but I saw it. Jillian whined. You're just tired and need to go to bed. We have to get up early tomorrow. I exclaimed, flicking off the closet light. Jillian began to whine. I sighed. Fine, come on. You can sleep with me tonight. Jillian hopped from her bed and hurried behind me. She looked back into her dark, empty room. All right, get in and go to sleep, I said, pulling back the blanket of my queen-size bed. Jillian happily hopped in and snuggled closely with me. I love you, Daddy. I love you too, sweetie. The wind caused a melodic tapping of tree branches on the window as the rain began to fall on the metal roof. It was as sweet a lullaby as any. I drifted off to sleep shortly after. I awoke in a cold sweat. Across the room, I could see my alarm clock. 4 a.m. I struggled to move my arms and legs, to no avail. A large, dark shadow crept along the walls. As it drew near, I could make out a distended torso of pale flesh and a featureless face, save for the large, gaping mouth. A horrid, gurgling sound emanated from this creature. It bent over me. I closed my eyes tightly as its cold breath chilled my skin. When I opened them, the sun shone through the window. It was just a nightmare. I looked around for Jillian. She wasn't there anymore. The sound of cereal hitting a ceramic bowl came from down the hall. I walked slowly to the kitchen where Jillian was already waiting. Spoon in hand and a smile on her face. Good morning. She spoke. I smiled warmly. What? None for me. Jillian stuck her tongue out, to which I responded in kind. Down the hall, in Jillian's room, I thought I saw the same shadow I had seen in my nightmare. But as quickly as I could glance over, it had already gone. I shook my head. Clearly, I was just seeing things. I sat down and ate the breakfast I had been preparing. When are we going to the zoo today? Julian asked between bites. Don't talk with your mouth full. I started, we'll leave as soon as we're done. Julian started eating faster, drawing a chuckle from me. The two of us stepped into the crisp autumn air. I took in a deep breath. There was still a light smell of rain. I had always loved the smell. Jillian tugged at the passenger side door of the car. It's locked. I pulled the key fob from my pocket and clicked the button. Jillian quickly hopped in, her excitement almost spilling over. I'm going to the lizard place, she exclaimed. I hear they have an orange alligator now, I remarked. Jillian's eyes lit up. That's my favorite color. I know, sweetie. 
As the car backed from the driveway, I thought I saw a curtain move ever so slightly. I stared intensely at the house for a few moments before Jillian insisted on leaving. I snapped out of my trance-like state and continued toward the zoo across town, glancing in the rear-view mirror every now and then until the house was no longer in sight. We arrived at the local zoo about 20 minutes later. Jillian threw open her door and tried to scurry from the car, but she had forgotten to unbuckle her seatbelt and found herself pulled back into her seat. I laughed as she struggled to free herself. Hey, don't laugh. That's mean. Far be it from me to laugh at something funny. Jillian stared hard at me for a few moments before finally taking the seatbelt off. Hey, I began. Where did that bruise come from? Jillian looked puzzled. There's a bruise on your chin. Did you hit it on something? She shrugged. I don't know. I just do kid stuff. Kid stuff. Kid stuff. What were you climbing on, Jillian? I asked, flatly. The shed. I took a deep inhale. Jillian, please don't do that. This time you got a bruise. Next time you could fall and break something. Okay, I won't do it anymore. Thank you. True to her word, Jillian made a beeline toward the reptile house. It was a bit of a chore keeping up with her, as there was a large crowd, and I could not fit between people as easily as a small child. For a moment, I lost sight of my daughter. Jillian, Jillian, where are you? I could see her hopping up and down while waving at me, standing next to the alligator pit. However, just over her shoulder, I could see something else. A long figure, pale flesh, mouth held agape. A patron passed through my field of vision. Whatever I had just seen, it was gone now. I took Jillian's hand and walked over to the place I had seen the figure. The plaque read Eastern Diamondback Rattlesnake. I studied the serpent for a time. This most certainly was not what I had seen at first. Dad, I want to go back and see the orange alligator again. This is boring. Jillian complained. Yeah, sorry, I replied. The hours flew by quickly. After the reptile house, we went to see the elephants. Monkeys, lions, tigers, whatever sounded fun at the time. Later in the evening, there was a show being put on for the kids. At around 10 p.m., I walked back to my car with Jillian in my arms. She was exhausted from walking around all day long. We got in my car and headed home. When we arrived, I took Jillian into my arms and carried her into the house. She was still asleep, despite the jostling and cold air. I took her to her room and put her to bed. After tucking Jillian in and kissing her forehead, I left the room as quietly as possible. The door slightly cracked with the hall light on, just as she likes it. I walked into the living room and plopped down on the sofa. Kicking off my shoes, I turned on the television. It was still on some cartoon channel. I quickly changed it to the sports channel. A boxing match was playing. Awesome. It wasn't a title match, but evidently, the winner would get a chance at a title. I watched intently as flurries were thrown and punches parried. Eventually, a winner was declared via knockout. It was now nearly midnight. I decided it was time to head off to bed myself. So, I turned off the TV and walked to my room, stopping to look in on Jillian. Still sleeping. Hopefully, she doesn't get another night terror. I remembered what I thought I had seen earlier that day at the zoo. Yeah, hopefully, I don't have one again. I whispered to myself, slightly amused. I had no idea how long I had been asleep. But a loud knocking on my bedroom door woke me up. Not knocking, beating. Someone was beating on my door. Daddy, please, let me in. 
Let me in. It was my daughter. I sprang from the bed and crossed the room, jerking the door open. There in front of me was no one. I could have sworn I heard Jillian just a moment ago. Down the hall, I could see her bedroom door was closed and all the lights were off. Feeling panicked, I ran to her door and tried to open it. It was locked. I beat on the door and called to Jillian. No response. I kicked the door down and turned the light on. Empty. No Jillian, no bed, no dressers, nothing. It was as if she never existed. On the wall, I could see a tiny, wallet-sized picture. The sole adornment. It was Jillian and my late wife. A date was scrawled on the back. A lump formed in my throat. A rumbling came from the closet. I turned to see the creature. His pale flesh, distended torso, and ghastly face. He crept closer as I just started to cry, clutching the picture. This is the end, right? Can I be with them now? I choked. The creature placed its hands on my shoulders and pulled my face close to it. Then, everything went black. I woke up the next morning in my bed, still holding the picture. Now, that was the end of my tale. I hope you enjoyed yourself, listening while escaping the world you live in. That is all for today. Safe travels, and a blessed day.